powered by Clear Vision Development Group. This is Better Than Before with Tony Richards, a business leaders podcast. Each week, we'll provide you with top business insights, fresh perspectives from world-class guests, and the tools you need to lead better than before. And now, here's your host, author and business coach, Tony Richards. Greetings to our worldwide audience that keeps getting bigger and bigger every single week, and we want you to know we appreciate you. I'm Tony Richards, and on our program today, we're going to talk about elite-level performance. On last week's program, we uh, took a broad overview of eight key areas of an elite performance life, and today we're going to talk more about strategy and tactics and planning to get you to an elite performance level. In our uh, first segment, we're going to do a a little segment about four power tools that you can put to use for yourself every single day. And I'm also going to have a lesson on doing an audit on those eight key areas of importance for the elite performer. And lest I forget, today is my dear mama's birthday today in good old Lola, Kentucky, February the 11th. Shirley Marie, happy birthday and many more, mom. Better Than Before is brought to you by University Subaru. Join us for the Subaru True Love event going on now. From here, been here, always will be here. University Subaru, your truly locally owned dealer. The 2020 Subaru Forester. The SUV for all you love. Standard symmetrical all-wheel drive plus 33 miles per gallon. Standard EyeSight driver assist technology. A spacious and comfortable interior. The best SUV for all you do. Join us for the Subaru True Love event going on now. University Subaru, truly homegrown and proud of it. Are you working twice as hard but enjoying fewer rewards? Maybe you're highly accomplished but you just can't seem to break through and make the next big move. Or you run a business that has begun to grow stagnant. It doesn't have to stay that way. Even the best leaders have felt as if their careers were spiraling out of control. But that's when they had to lead and lead big. Tony Richards' new book, The Big Idea, 52 Ways to Be a Better Leader Now, will help launch you forward in leadership. Learn how to take charge and lead yourself, lead others, and lead your company. Purchase online today at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and our website, clearvisiondevelopment.com. Welcome back to Better Than Before, and I'm going to talk to you about four power tools. Uh, When you're building something, uh, it's good to have some power tools that you can use so you can get extra leverage, you can do things in a more powerful way, you can leverage that power Uh, so that you can accomplish more. It's easier to take an electric jigsaw and cut wood than it is to take a handsaw and cut wood. Now, both have their uses, but you can go faster and cleaner with an electric power tool saw than you can a, a handsaw, right? So these are four power tools that you can use as you're building your elite performing life. Now, 
here's one thing I want you to tell you right off the bat is that if you do everything that people around you believe that you should do, you're not going to be very happy because if you're doing everything they think you should do, you're probably not doing what you know on the inside that you should be doing. And this is what we call self-betrayal. It's living a social self for someone else or a group of people versus living your authentic self. And the larger the gap between who you really are and who you want to be and this person you have become to please this other person or this social group around you, the more conflicted and unhappy you're really going to be. The way to change ourselves and the way to change our world is to change our beliefs. Now, any person can change what they believe. You can't change what a person believes, but they can change it themselves. You can influence them. You can present uh, theories and facts and strategies to help them be convinced that they should make a change in what they believe, but only that person can change their beliefs. But in order to change your life and change your world, you must adjust and change some of the things that you believe because our outer life is really a reflection of what we believe on the inside. And when you change what you believe on the inside, your outer life begins to follow that inner belief. And then you start working on your mind, on your thinking, and then finally on your character. And gratitude is one of the single fastest ways you can use to get out of fear of the unknown and worry that you're not going to be successful and get into more joy and authentic power because gratitude is super powerful. So here's the first power tool, and we'll call this first power tool ideation. It all starts with ideas. That's why I publish a lot of big ideas. I call them big ideas, right? Because everything on the outside begins with a thought on the inside. Everything that you do strategy-wise was first a thought or a big idea, right? Uh, Google began with a thought. When we put a man on the moon, it started with a thought. And you start to learn that if you really want to have better thoughts, you want to surround yourself with better ideas, right? So one of the best practices that I could suggest to you, and this really comes from my wife, Anne Marie, because we were just somewhere yesterday where about six years ago, maybe seven, I, I don't know exactly, but it's been six or seven years, she held a workshop and a class on how to do this exercise where you would put all these pictures on what's called a vision board, right? It's almost like creating a dream book of pictures of the life you want to create right? So if you take each of the eight areas I covered with you last week, if you take your inner life, your health, your family, uh, your platform, your career, your business, uh, your finances and economics, your circle of influence, your adventure, your lifestyle, your influence, impact, and legacy, if you take all eight of those areas and you create a vision board that encompasses all eight of those areas, what will start to happen is those images will begin to impress on your subconscious mind. 
See, your conscious mind, the mind that you're aware of, is just the tip of the iceberg. Your subconscious mind is really what's directing you, and every picture you impress on your subconscious mind creates clarity and messaging that you can access by your conscious mind to seize opportunities you need to capture your desires. So if you surround yourself with people who are talking about things that you want to be involved in, things you want to do, or things that you want to create, then that begins to impress upon you those images because we communicate with words, but they begin with thoughts, right? Uh, and, and what's cool about this is if I say the word dog, you are instantly going to think of a dog that's been impressed on your subconscious mind. It's either the dog you want to have, the dog that you do have, or the dog that you have had. But if I say dog, there is some picture of a dog that comes to your conscious mind that's been stored in your subconscious mind. So if I say dog, I immediately think of my two dogs, Oreo and Davey. Uh, or perhaps I think of a dog that I've had before. But there is an image there that's been impressed upon me. So if you want to speed this process up, you begin to create pictures for this board, this vision board that you can look at every single day. You need to pass by it every day. You need to notice it in some way every single day as you impress those visuals on your conscious and subconscious minds, it will begin to get on the inside of you and become part of your belief system. Because when you first put pictures, let's say you want a new car. And if I say the words new car, probably on the inside of you, if you've thought about it very much, is the image of the car you would like to have. Well, if you amplify that by putting a picture of that car on your refrigerator or on this vision board and put it in a prominent place, every time you look at that thing, it makes that image clearer in your subconscious mind and your brain goes to work and your system goes to work trying to bring that photo into the reality of your life. And I call this whole process ideation, right? It's the process of taking ideas and making them manifest or making them reality. All right, here's power tool number two, and it's visualization. It's a close cousin to what we've been talking about. So when you start taking these images and you start impressing them on your subconscious mind through this process, this is called playing an inner game. Every Olympic athlete will tell you that they play out every competition in their mind to perfection before the event. And I just posted a blog here a week or two ago on our Clear Vision Development website talking about the inner game. And I talk about how this professor revolutionized sports in the 70s because we used to think that sports was all about muscle development and body development. And to a great extent, a lot of it still is. But there's also a mental part of the game that we never really talked about very much before the 70s. And just about the time I was coming up into athletics, we begin to talk about this idea that you win the game first inside you and then you win the game second in the actual game. 
So Olympic athletes began to visualize themselves doing their ice skating routine or visualizing the uh, hockey game or visualizing the whatever sport they were in. They played the game in their head first. And when they played a great game in their mind, well, then they just moved that to the outer performance, right? So this is part of the visualization so if you were to get up in the morning, let's say, how would you, how would you do this? Or what would be a good way to put this process in action? Well, if you get up in the morning and you have this time set aside where you can close your eyes and see the pictures of your ideal images in each of the eight areas we're talking about, and then see yourself having your ideal experience in each of these areas, or you've got a vision board, right? You've cut out pictures that display or represent what you would like to have in your life because what that does is it adds a lot of detail to those images right it helps you if you have an image on the outside that you want to get on the inside it's a little bit easier to put it in great clarity and a lot of detail if you have uh, something to look at right or you know you have the power of imagination you can create it in your mind i'm just saying for the sake of repetition and process it's a little bit easier if you cut out a picture of it and put that picture out there so you can get that in there a little bit faster and if you do that for around 20 minutes every single morning where you study those images and you get those inside you and make them part of your belief system it's really going to help you as far as getting to the place you want to be the third power tool is called verbalization so now we're going to work on your mouth a little bit, right? Because words created the universe. I really believe that. That's part of my belief system is that this whole universe was created. If you go to the Bible and you look at Genesis chapter 1, you'll see about 10 or 11 verses that start with the words, God said, God said this, and God said that. And then you'll see creation happening there in that creation narrative in that whole chapter one uh, of the Bible. And that's essentially what God is doing there is he's doing the uh, verbalization process. He's using words to bring things into manifestation. And what you want to do is you want to develop a vocabulary that represents the life that you want. You want to have a world-class language database so that when you wake up in the morning and things are in rapid change, words are the powerful ways to help you feel better, help you think better, and help you do better. So you develop this series of success declarations where you want to eliminate swear words and cuss words and words that bring you down. And you don't want to use words like problem or impossible. You know, people who are very logical have more trouble with this than people who are less logical and more feeling-based. They don't have as much trouble with this because you get a short circuit in your mind when you're saying something that's not true yet, but you want it to be true, and it hasn't happened yet, but you want it to happen. All these logic uh, buzzers start going off in your head like, well, that's not true, or that's not that's not equating in a logical fashion. 
But what it is doing, it's getting you in alignment to get you ready for these things to come into your life, right? Logic is tremendously important, and I'm not downplaying the use of it, but you need to have good judgment, and creativity lives in places where people think it's not possible. If we were totally logical about everything, we'd never have anything creative. We'd never create anything. We would just say, what was the story about the guy who worked in the patent office around 1900? He said we might as well close the patent office down because everything that's needed to be created has been created. We can't create anything else that we would need. Can you imagine that? 120 years ago, somebody said who was in charge of registering creative work said that we didn't need any more creative work. And think about all the things that have been created in that last 100 years. So logic will be your enemy sometimes if you want to be creative. And so you got to shake that off. And you might even have to shake off a little practicality to be a dreamer, to be someone who wants to create things. And I'll tell you something else. Most of the great things that get created get scoffed at. So you're going to have to build up a tolerance for naysayers. You know, let's say you want to go on a Hawaiian vacation and you have somebody around you like, well, why would you want to go there? I mean, I've heard that's incredibly expensive. Boy, do you know what the plane ride is like, how long that plane trip is? And I knew somebody that went there once and they said it wasn't worth the money. So you're going to have those kinds of things. And you know what I'm talking about. You're going to have those kinds of things and those kinds of naysayers around you. So if you don't have it in yourself uh, in a very clear and distinct and powerful way, these other things are going to immediately bring you down and pull you into logic and practicality and all these things. So what's an example of what I'm talking about? Let's just say in the morning you get up and you say something like, every day in every way I'm getting better and better. Or every day in every way I'm getting stronger and stronger. Every day in every way I'm getting better and better clients. Every day in every way my job is increasing and doing better. Um, I am joyfully creating a world-class business. I'm joyfully creating a world-class life. So you want to ask yourself, is the language I'm using equivalent to what I want? Because it doesn't do us any good to say what we don't want, right? I mean, we have enough of that coming into our lives without us creating it. So feel the words as they're coming out of your mouth because your emotions help you create. And how many times do we just rattle off stuff and we don't even really notice? I mean, when I'm around people, I notice words they use and I notice repetitive words they use. And I know in that moment, they're not even aware. Like they've used the same word 15 times in the last 20 minutes and they're not even aware that they've got into a repetitive habit of using that same word and is that the word they really want to use maybe maybe not i don't know i'm just saying these are emotional intelligent skills of raising your own self-awareness to really pay attention to what you're doing what you're saying what you're thinking and then use self-regulation to put yourself into a position of saying what you want, doing what you want, and thinking what you want, right? 
This is liberation for some of you because some of you have been trapped inside something that you don't want. And I'm sharing with you some skeleton keys to help you unlock the lock that will free you from some of this stuff. And the final tool, the final power tool that I want to share with you, number four, is materialization. So once you have the big ideas and you visualized them and you verbalized them, now you need to take action. You need to execute. Small daily improvements over time will lead you to massive, stunning results. If you do five little things every single day to move your work life and your career life toward where you want to be, over time, over a 90-day period, just 12 weeks, just 90 days, you will be amazed at where you were and now where you are. It's it's the small little improvements that will exponentially take you somewhere extraordinary over time. And the reason a lot of people don't do it is because they can't see that the little movement every single day is going to add up to something massive, but it really will. It really will. If you do it now, you know, you become a person of action and you become a person of exponentials. Most of the beliefs that run you are installed in you. And really, most of them were installed before the age of six years old. Zero percent awareness of the beliefs that are running you were installed by the people we trusted at an early age. Our parents, our teachers, even television or radio or media educated and informed us at before the age of six. Before we were six years old, we were a blank slate. We were an unwritten chalkboard. But people and systems and frameworks that we looked up to, we believed in it, right? So when people said, oh, don't laugh too loud, that's rude, we believed it. When someone said, don't color outside the lines, those lines are there for you and make sure you stay inside the lines. Or when someone said, oh, oh, that's risky. Don't do that. Whatever that is. Don't do that. That's, that's risky. Don't talk to strangers because you know, you can't trust anybody. So a lot of these beliefs that are determining how you're seeing the world today are not even noticeable by you are put in there a long time ago and you're still doing them and they've manifested themselves into your life and career and their programs that are running you and you don't even know it. How do you catch it? Well, you know, I'm a big proponent of journaling. You know, when you write down what you believe and you write down the ideas you have and you write down your big fears and you write down your big constraints, they become visible and you can see them, and then you can deal with them, right? Stephen Covey, in his masterful book, The Seven Habits of Highly Successful People, he made this statement, and it's one of the most brilliant statements that's any, that anyone has ever put forth. And he said, we don't see the world as it is or how it can be. We see the world as we are. Because we're looking at it through a lens uh, that we have installed into our life. And so we are biased toward that lens and it's coming from the inside of us. So the four power tools are 
ideation, visualization, verbalization, and materialization. Ideation, visualization, verbalization, and materialization. And if you'll back this leadership lesson up on the four power tools and you'll listen to it 10 or 15 times over the next week or two till this gets down in you, you can almost recite this word for word. You'll be able to take these power tools and you can move yourself more toward elite performance in every single area of your life. I'll have more on Better Than Before right after this. The 2020 Subaru Forester. The SUV for all you love. Standard symmetrical all-wheel drive plus 33 miles per gallon. Standard EyeSight driver assist technology. A spacious and comfortable interior. The best SUV for all you do. Join us for the Subaru True Love event going on now. University Subaru, truly homegrown and proud of it. Receive weekly coaching tips from Tony Richards, delivered straight to your inbox. Whether you're a CEO or an entrepreneur, Tony can help you reach your goals and give you a competitive edge within your industry. Tony's Monday Morning Coaching Memo covers topics ranging from leadership development to teamwork to company culture and more. Text the word leadership to 38470 to sign up for Tony's Monday Morning Coaching Memo or sign up online at clearvisiondevelopment.com. Welcome back to Better Than Before. I'm Tony Richards, and in this lesson, we're going to be talking about auditing and fine-tuning the eight key areas of life for elite performers. Auditing and fine-tuning the eight key areas of life for elite performers. And what we're talking about is a process of three. First step is better awareness. Second step is better choices. Third step is better results. We are a product today of our past awareness, choices, and results. So when you're having your regular strategic meeting with yourself, you want to go over these three uh, areas. How's my awareness? How's my choices? And how's my results? And you can usually tell how your choices are by the results, right? I, I made this decision because of what I was thinking and feeling, and these are the results. So here's a big idea for you. Clarity precedes mastery. In other words, you have to have a high degree of clarity before you can get to mastery because you need to know what you're doing before you master any particular thing, right? So let's review those eight key areas we discussed last week on the show. Number one is your inner life, the way you think, the way you believe, the way you feel. Number two is your physical health. Number three is your family. Number four is your platform, your career, your business, your practice, whatever it is that you have that you utilize in order to make a living or make money. Number five are your finances and your economics. Number six is the circle of influence around you. Number seven 
adventure slash lifestyle. And number eight is influence, impact, and legacy. And if you'll go back to last week's program, Better Than Before, you can hear my synopsis and description of each of these eight areas. So after you spent time thinking about what you might want to insert into these areas and also what these particular areas start to look like today in your life, we're going to look at a framework that can help us review and maybe get some clarity on fine-tuning these areas. And I've got three power steps for you that I'm going to talk about and review with you today that I believe will be extremely helpful to you in this exercise. So are you ready to proceed into the eight areas? Please say yes. Step one, and this might be the most difficult part of this for you, but you're going to have to release your hold and your grip on the past. Release your grip and your hold on your past. You're not going to be able to create a brilliant future if you're still stuck in your past. Any setbacks, any pains, any hurts, any missteps, any mistakes you might have had last year, last five years, last 10 years, last 20 years, your whole entire life, you're going to have to let them go. You're going to have to let go of the animosity you've got toward people who did you wrong in any of those time frames. You have a genius level potential on the inside of you, but all the things that you're trying to do will be difficult to achieve if you're still stuck on these things that happened to you in the past because they're burning up all your energy, they're burning up all your creative ability and power, and they're sucking you dry of the energy you should be using to move forward, but you can't because all your energy is going back to rehearsing. I mean, this sounds totally illogical, right? It, it sounds totally um, uh, like no one would ever do this, right? No one would go back and continue to rehearse over and over things that have happened to them that they don't want to ever happen again. But unfortunately, we get caught in that doom loop of doing that sometimes, and we've got to, ready for this, let it go. So you pull out your journal, and you write down all the things you need to let go of. Now you don't have to rehearse them anymore. You don't have to go over them anymore. Uh, if it's that important to you to hold on to that pain, and I'm not sure why it is, but if, if it's that important to you to hang on to all that pain that you've experienced, because you obviously want to keep experiencing it because you keep going over it and over it and over it, write it in your journal. And now you've got it in a place you can access it anytime you want to, and you can let it go. Now, the other thing I would suggest you do is rip that piece of paper out of your journal and tear it up into as many pieces as you can feel the release of it and throw all those slips of paper on the floor and stomp on it or take them and throw them in the garbage can or do something to rid yourself of these things. And I've done this exercise with clients before and it's amazingly helpful. You feel like you're disposing of all that crap. Throw it in the waste can, throw it on the floor, stomp on it, kick it around some and then punt it, let it go, kick it out and be done with it, right? Step two, take these eight key areas 
that I've been talking about. And you want to create a bar graph where you have a score from 1 to 10. And you want to create eight columns with a score between 1 and 10 for each one of them. This way, you can see where you're doing well. And you can also see places you need to improve, right? So let's say your inner life, you've got a 5. And your health, you've got an 8. Maybe your health, you work out, you eat right, you exercise, you do all the things you need to do to keep your health going. And you feel like you do pretty good in that area. Maybe give yourself an 8 out of 10. Maybe in your family life, that needs some, some attention. Maybe you need to spend more time together. Uh, maybe you need to uh, put some thought into it. Maybe you need a vacation with your family. Maybe you need to create some rituals and routines that will strengthen your family. So maybe you only give yourself a three or a four in your family life. Your platform, your career, your business, your practice, it's not going exactly the way you want it, but it's been going okay. Maybe that's a six out of 10. So you take every one of the eight areas you got a scale of 0 to 10, and you give yourself a score so you can see where you're doing well and where you need to do better, right? So then step three is you need to create three things on that worksheet with that score. And you've already done one of them, which is you give yourself a score or a rating. Then you need to create one thing that it would take to take that thing to a whole new score. So what's the one thing that you can concentrate on and execute in a fairly regular way and at a really high level that would move that score on your family from, you know, a four to an eight or uh, in your influence impact in your legacy, move it from a three to a seven or whatever the gap is that you want to close up. Right. And then number three is your ideal outcome. What is the ideal outcome that you want to have in that area of your life as an elite level performer? And don't you forget that small daily improvements over the course of time will lead to exponential results. If you move an inch every single day over time, how many miles down the road would you be if you executed that inch every single day? That's what we're talking about. Small daily improvements over the course of time leads to exponential results. So you might be thinking, don't let your mind trick you into thinking, well, that little thing every single day won't add up to anything. If I, if I save one penny uh, over time, that won't, you know, add up. Well, you're, you're forgetting about the most powerful thing ever created which is compound interest. You're forgetting about that, right? It's, it's going to cause, it's going to compound at interest on that money over time, and it's going to create an exponential result that you couldn't have even imagined when you started doing that small daily routine. So you got to keep that in mind. So there you've got a little process that can help you raise your awareness. It can help you get some clarity and see where you are now, and then also see where you want to go, and just one thing that you can do to improve each one of these areas. That's our show today. Better Than Before is brought to you by University Subaru. Join us for the Subaru True Love event going on now. From here, been here, always will be here. 
University Subaru, your truly locally owned dealer. You can follow me on Twitter at Tony Richards 4 and you can follow our organization at ClearVisionDEV. On behalf of associate producer Whitney Coker and chief producer William Foster, I'm your host, Tony Richards. And don't you dare forget that everything gets better when you get better. Thank you for listening to Better Than Before with Tony Richards, a business leaders podcast powered by Clear Vision Development Group. For more resources from Tony, visit clearvisiondevelopment.com. Join us next time for another episode of Better Than Before with Tony Richards. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.